How are you doing, Dean? Have you been? Are you feeling? Um, are you feeling it's getting better, or mm-hmm. is it just like consistent shittiness? It's getting better. I just, uh, as a kid, have always had a lung problems, so like asthma. Um, so every time I do get sick, especially with Corona, it goes. It kind of goes straight to the lung, and uh, then I just hack up, like I start hacking until my soul kind of comes out, <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. or I enter a coma, and then I'm, you know, then I feel better. So. Is your soul quite yellow? Um, at this point, it's more black, I suppose. <laughs> but it is uh, lucky you don't have any bad habits like roll up cigarettes. Yeah, yeah or just general problem. depression. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I'm pretty healthy. Mm. You know what, though, dudes? I'll be honest with you. Cough syrup fucking makes the world go round. They're brutal. Brutal? I thought more like fluffy. Like the texture is just, I mean, texture is one thing, but when you just don't give a fuck about anything anymore, that's where um, you want to be. Yeah. But you know, actually, this is a Swiss thing because the Swiss don't, the Swiss, like you can't buy that codeine-based cough mixture in Germany, for example. Like I, I actually have a thing that my mom- This is why Germans I, are so angry. Yeah, exactly. And my mom, my mom makes me bring that stuff to Germany every time. And I have to go to like, three different apotheca because you can't if when you say oh give me, give me like 10 bottles of that codeine shit they all start freaking out so so it's a well, really i mean do you go into the pharmacy and just kind of wrap it yo bitch give me that bottle of codeine of course i'm not gonna give it to you then actually there's there's even a, also you should check out something called lean l-e-a-n okay and what this, this is, is what i'm doing right now harry you you know what that is? Yeah, for context, for the people who don't know how to get high and feel good, explain. All right, so well, I, I'm not an expert on this. All I know is that one day my son comes <laughs> home from school and he's like... Uh, uh, ben comes home from school <laughs> and talks about lean. Dude, what the fuck? Okay. Because let's just say, <clears throat> anonymizing this slightly, is that <clears throat> some kids that he knew from somewhere <laughs> probably... <laughs> Probably not at his school, but maybe that's exactly where who are like, oh, yeah, we're like drinking lean, which is like cough mixture mixed with Sprite. And they're doing stupid shit like posting on Instagram, like pictures of bottles of Sprite because they're so edgy. This and is such a white boy thing. Yeah, but like it's a privileged appa- white boy thing. Apparently, it's popular with rappers, that combination, because it gives you good rap voice. It makes your voice kind Growly. of... Growly. Uh, no, somehow it's like... <clears throat> it's like you've got through some kind of bass filter that makes your voice kind of like... Like you're chewing bubble gum, but it's bass. It's super, and, and Wait, so... But it's also coding, so it's great for mumble rap. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to actually make sense. And it's also pretty great for overdosing on and dying as well oh nice yeah, yeah. this is great you guys have missed the, the best point of that whole code like the whole lean thing is that apparently it like um it obviously makes you high um and when you're high like on the level where you're not inebriated um your brain flows a lot better you, your frontal lobotomy your frontal lobe is anti-lobotomy your from the usual lobotomy. drugs that you do you know here your frontal lobotomy area <laughs> So uh, you can rap a lot better, a lot faster. Oh, what? Ah, ah fuck. So it's a drug. It makes you fucking high, guys, and it gives you energy. 
but but also it makes you a wordsmith basically exactly that you can make those links fuck i'm drinking a I bottle of this before, have this right before, now before you're comedy to, like. yeah you're supposed to take cough syrup with the uh, codeine and mix it with sprite and it gets purple so rappers rap about drinking that purple or drinking that purple lean uh, and that's the color of it and yeah makes you feel great i just go straight to the codeine why even bother with syrup i mean yeah. why bother with sprite the sugar i have well, fuck off it's just go straight in my forearm i mean <laughs> uh, don't do drugs kids drugs are evil kids do school don't don't no don't we go say to school that. do drugs we say that, th- and then we we're drinking alcohol like motherfuckers <laughs> or at least i do um i'm sometimes not sure maybe maybe i should smoke more weed it's probably less evil than fucking alcohol you yeah. should try lean. I mean, there's so many ways to get high. You can just like put a plastic bag over your head, <laughs> and if you can, <laughs> that's the Colombian high. If you that's the other Colombian high, this is a Harry high. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, that shit is fucked up. I mean, <laughs> okay, so there's this famous story about Harry Kill, Kill Bill dude, right? Oh yeah, yeah, James Carradine or whatever that throttled himself <laughs> in Thailand in a brothel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, that's an exciting lifestyle right there. No, it it, it is. It, it obviously is. But the the question to me is always <laughs> it like, obviously is. Um, no, we we can we can look at this <laughs> where very objectively and say that can't know how to party. If you, I'm sorry, but to me it sounds like if you if you need to put your belt around your neck and asphyxiate yourself to to get a high. Like maybe you're you're Mr. Party or maybe you're just a sad, lonely loser. Well, I'm about to get there because on one hand, he did <laughs> it in a brothel in Thailand. <coughs> on the other hand, he was by himself when he actually asphyxiated himself. No. So he tried to get off during a wank session in, no. in a brothel. What <laughs> the that's i mean the details for me are hazy but that's basically what what i read at the time shane we've all been there at some point or else (laughs) 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 or or else that's basically the the alibi for for all the hookers just going like no he totally he was by himself when that happened. Yeah. Oh shit. That's probably what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened, dude. Um, yeah. Well, he wouldn't pay. We left him in the closet, lost <laughs> in there. I mean, he never came out of the closet. I, I think we went checking. <laughs> I think. Yeah, we put him with all the other dead bodies. But you know what would have been epic if if the the one that had been with him was actually Uma Thurman. Oh fuck! And it was they were acting out the end scene of Kill Bill. Yeah, she she had that magic <laughs> twist thing, but it involved the belt. <laughs> yeah, I'm Buck and I like to fuck, and then you know strangled him to death. It's like every every uh, 1930s household when Dad comes home, unbuckle, unbuckle. <laughs> oh, childhood trauma. Oh, God. All right, are we, are, what, what are we doing? Are we, should we, should we just keep riffing or? Uh? Yeah, fuck, why not? So it's, it's one of those nice, I mean, okay guys, I have to come clean. I'm, I'm, 
I'm in a weird headspace. I'm in a really weird headspace. This seems to be, it's not just like the second wave. It also seems like uh, Groundhog Day by now. But do we want to do the... The, the jingle? Yeah, yeah, let's do the jingle. Oh, like, all right, let's go to formalities. Let, yeah, let's do the... Codeine in my lane. Fuck your bitches. <laughs> I actually want to hear you rap to this at one point, Dean. I think it's, uh, Give me another bottle of cough syrup. I'll fucking do any raps you want. What, what up, everybody? Uh, I'm Harry Fox. I'm here with my two main men. We've got uh, Coming Clean Christian Breaker. G'day, g'day. And we've got uh, Diseased Dean Ira. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in a very tricky situation today because we're you know we got Dean on remote. He's in lockdown. He's he's got the corona. He's he could. This may be the last ever time you hear Dean. He could be dead tomorrow. Who knows what happens? We are in the terrible state since this week. Back to corona lockdown. Boom. All right, that, I think that's trying that, to. That, that was really well done. <laughs> we just that's as epic as I can make this. Well, you made uh, what was it? Coming clean, Christian disease, Dean. What about Harry? Oh, um, what about well, Harry you, the heathen? There's just not much to talk Go, about with Harry. Harry, <laughs> the average person, <laughs> average Harry, average Harry. <laughs> that's a fucking good name. I'd like to. That might I might tell you that as a stage name. Average, average Harry. Harry. <laughs> I, I like more. I think my favorite is Heroin Harry. That's Heroin Harry. Appropriate. Yeah, but he, yeah. he would have to lose a little bit more weight for that one. Yeah, exactly. I'd look I can imagine Harry selling cash. drugs outside some school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that is the appropriate place kids. to sell drugs. I mean, that's if I was a drug school, Well, yeah, you have to build a market. You don't want to go to a retirement home because these fucks are going to die on you any moment. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. I thought that a retirement home would be the best place to kind of sell drugs. Why is that? Because when I'm on my deathbed at fucking eighty-five, or the way at the rate I'm going, sixty-two max. <laughs> Try um, fifty-seven. Okay, yeah, forty-five. Whatever. Fuck you guys. When I'm at that point, the first thing I'm gonna be like, "Yo, give me all the drugs and hookers that you can. I can afford. Like, this is what your retirement plan is for." Yeah, know? but I'm I'm fully on board with this plan because I I plan to end my life in a very similar fashion but the problem is everyone that's now in a retirement home is a fucking narc so uh, it's like it's the parents of boomers what what are they called the greatest generation in the uk or whatever oh uh, yeah the the guys that had some sort of direct relationship with the war no they're dead now oh these are the churchill guys that didn't smoke cigars that's why survived i think the greatest generation the americans but yeah it's the it's the blitz generation yeah <laughs> the Blitz generation—that sounds like a fucking party. Is that because they saw the flash of bombs or something? Yeah, they grew. They <laughs> yes, were exactly. they were kids while the whole world was exploding around them. Oh, so they all like blitzed out. <laughs> yeah, you 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 did you did have a little bit of history, didn't you, Dean? With what the Blitz the the, the Blitz the actual Blitz the war thing that was called the Blitz. You're talking history again, Christian, and you think I actually care. <laughs> I was yeah, going to say, one quick, one quick hand, though, is, a, is that my mom at her school, they were, the, they were the first generation to be at a certain age in school who'd been through the Blitz. 
and apparently uh, there was one of the one of her teachers years later said was reviewing how it was to be their teacher she said you guys were both the most amazing talented group of kids and the hardest to handle you were all insane because PTSD. Yeah. Widespread PTSD. PTSD may make you a genius. It's not all bad. <laughs> also can fuck you up royally. <laughs> yeah, why why do they call it the blitz though? Like what is the actual it was, what is the um blitz? it comes from a German word which means flash. So it's it's a that, concept yeah. of war. Um it's a flash war. So basically they, they wanted to um, invade real quick, and they would do it from the sky first, and then by land. But, but they is it forgot like about is the it specific? The UK. Is it country specific here? So the Blitz in the UK refers to the bombing of London and South England. Okay. Um, but the Germans used it in Poland as well. Yeah, there was, well, there was Blitzkrieg, which was yeah, that's where it comes from. That's where the was, word stems from. Which was basically uh, like like. Yeah, it was just the Germans innovated in that they they figured out how to use tanks and move really fast and use um, methamphetamine. I think. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would yeah. pump they would pump mm. the soldiers with meth, and then they would have like um, ground uh, air to ground um, support by basically air- airplanes bombing the shit out of everyone, and then the tanks basically rolling over everything. And they did you that. You just have like the meth heads like standing in a field there, and then and following the tanks, they sent in the meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> they called them the SS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but Christian, you were just saying oh, as we were pre-gaming, or something. You're in a weird headspace. I'm in a fucking weird headspace. So we we have this weird moment um, in Switzerland. I know other places all around the globe have been in constant lockdown pretty much since March or whatever. But uh, who cares? We we were out and about in summer, um, and we kind of regained the form of normality. And now it looks like this is going to be taken away from us again. So it, to me, it, everything feels like fucking Groundhog Day right now. It's just, um, I, I, like all week, every day, there was like a, a little bit more shitty news and some cunts that went out and partied a little bit too hard. Sorry, Dean. <laughs> this, is <definitely, laughs> this is definitely not against you in any shape or form. But, but it actually is. <laughs> no, but it, just the numbers went through the fucking roof and it, it, it's actually about... Like the it it's also now a political thing which annoyed me even more. So the right wingers came out on Monday or Tuesday basically saying like uh, COVID is an issue of the left wing cities, and then uh, two days later we learned that the biggest infection rate was in rural areas because they all <laughs> met for a singing fest. Fucking oh my god, pricks! So like these, you know these right wing yodel groups. Um, mm-hmm. They all congregated and had like a super spreader event. So they should all go fucking die anyways. This is kind of like the headspace that I'm in right now. It's a hatred of going back into some form of lockdown and even more hatred for right wing douchebags. But okay, yeah, I mean, man. So you're in this weird headspace. But we've got to say that I don't have a lot of sympathy when Dean is actually dying from the thing right now. Dean, how are you? But And Dean is just toughing out. Look at him. He's being a real tough guy south african he's not he's a trooper he's not complaining i think um i think um my italian genes have not done me any favors because this is probably the second time i've caught it you know they're, they're pretty cowardly genetics 
Um, no, but I mean, y- you get attached to certain things and that's quite Italian, right? So you get like a warm heart for experiences and you want to relive them. I, I don't know. <laughs> they could, you might be right. No. There, but it might be just that you're too young. Like uh, when you get, if you if add, if we add like 15 years to you, you're going to be protected by a nice layer of white male privilege. That oh. Just, that just keeps I think that's here already, dude. I won't lie. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for real talk though, guys, like when I first moved here, um, I was sick at least like three times a year uh, with common colds and stuff and bugs and shit. And it drove me crazy for the first like maybe two, two and a half years. Um, and the doctor was like, yeah, um, moving from South Africa here, uh, it you do your body and your immune system has to get used to new foreign bugs, like, you know, different virus strains and different strains of bullshit and just general lack of you know, concern for your immune system. Like my, my immune system is used to dealing with hardcore diseases, you know, just TB and stuff like that. So coming here when they were like, oh, we're just the common cold. Uh, my body freaked out. I was just to make an AIDS joke there. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm AIDS free. Uh, confirmed as of last week. That's a different story though. Okay, that, <laughs> that, that is a, that is a, a relief. When you when you yeah. get that letter, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember it was last like year when I had to get through that. <laughs> but um, I think it's more like it's more like Mario. It's like where you die and then you get a new life. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's exactly. And like then you that. just go back to repeating whatever it was. You All the mistakes. <laughs> oh, why did that rubber fall off again? <laughs> I heard um, the I heard the stats though. Uh, one in five people in Zurich have it now. So what the you know COVID if, or AIDS? Uh, I'm I'm not sure about the the COVID situation, but uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> COVID. <dude. laughs> but get, yeah, but Dean fucked one in her. five people <laughs> in this Zurich area. <laughs> Suddenly, oh my all god! Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I feel bad because I think uh, I definitely gave it to someone before oh, I knew dear. I had it, and I'm not talking about. Corona right now, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was talking to our friend Ahmed last night because we did a show at Contiki, which had <laughs> which had four people, because uh, everyone they were in. We pain. made the same joke. Yeah, go for it, dude. No, it w- but it was he was saying the same thing. It's like he said he'd been talking to a doctor friend of his, and he said basically the first lockdown, uh, Zurich really didn't have the virus, so. That's why, like, some people got it, but it wasn't really a big issue. Okay, we all did the right thing, but this time it says it's real. Can I just, can I hit the button again? Yeah, yeah. This time it's real. It's so cute that you're asking for permission, Harry. Like, you've ever asked for permission <laughs> for Harry, Harry you guys goes into his movie voice and then still asks for permission. You it's guys like have fucking me. See, that's what's happened here. <laughs> You've tamed me. It's like it's like a it's like a, a Swiss girlfriend. What, what I find the interesting only one that though, around here is you, Harry. What I find interesting though is that um, Dean moves from one of probably the rougher places in the world and gets sick in like mellow Switzerland. <laughs> but I can top that. It, it gets even worse. I had a very similar experience to you, Dean, when I started working in London. I got mm. sick in London. During winter, I would say about four times at least. Like full-on fucked up three-day flu. Um, Mm. But just just randomly like, oh yeah, no, today I took the tube and this is why I'm fucked now. 
Yeah, mm. no, so they don't. They don't have double glazing in London. Like, yeah, there is also that. <laughs> there, actually, it's one way. Everyone has rabies there because of the. Rabies. Yeah, there's that, and and but the funny thing is, is is that most Londoners during winter in the evening, if you're not out, then basically what you do is you sit on your sofa under a duvet because it's because your flat is fucking freezing. It's freezing because you don't have double fucking, and then you and you don't even have decent heating. You just have those old school water radiators uh, t- okay two things that i was introduced for the first time in the uk were um electric bed warmers <laughs> which was a fucking fire hazard and the second one was these weird showers so it, it's like next to the shower head there's this little box and it's an electric water heater oh, that and and then basically the drizzle the drizzle of the shower head is a little bit like if a 60 year old man would piss on you it just has like it's just like a little a little drop every now can and then ask, can <laughs> you ask Harry to describe that accurately for us there's many variations of that the, the classic english shower goes between freezing cold and boiling hot at random like you just about hit because we serve those two fucking taps Oh, and, yes. and they can't English people lack the engineering skill to make hot and cold water blend nicely. This is why we need the Germans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they sh- if only the Germans had succeeded in invading England. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a more civilized place. It would have fixed the plumbing. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Uh, how how do you guys feel about this whole this whole week? Like it, it really ah it it fucking stresses me out. I mean, do I I, I, I think we underestimate the effect uh, of isolation that it has on people. Like um, today, uh, I did that. I have to spend the next couple of days at home, reminding me of that two month lockdown we had. You know, I was already freaking out without having enough hand cream and toilet paper <laughs> in the house. Um, <laughs> So that was my biggest concern. <laughs> uh, and then secondly, like, you know, trying to communicate in English to a, an Uber Eats delivery driver. No, come upstairs. No, don't come in. No, please put your pants back on. It's, it's really <laughs> tough, dude. You know, just leave the food at the door, you fucking pervert. <laughs> Drop the burrito and leave. I'm sick. It's oh. something I have to say often. Dean, you might have hit on something. Do you think all Uber Eats drivers secretly want to be in porn? Could that be what's going on here? I think you secretly want to be in porn, Harry. And I think we, mm. Christian and I, I are going to buy this for you for your 60th birthday as a gift <laughs> for you. Just a little, you know, pilot episode of Harry's Hot Adventures or Harry's Hot Tip, mm. like in real life. At 60, know? then my balls are down by my knees. That's going to be... <laughs> there. There is this website... Which is exactly your fantasy, no? <laughs> there's this website nowadays where fa- where you can hire famous people to do like... Oh, cre- cameo. Cameo. Oh, do, give do, you messages, do yeah. like little greetings and, sh- and shit. And I think for Harry's 60th, we, we just hire Chema Chemsen outright. Just like... Oh, <laughs> old Gemma Jemison. Old Gemma Jemison. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's an awful thought. Dude, I wish Margaret Thatcher was on that app. That oh, would have been fuck, ideal. I'm glad she's dead, the bitch. Um, <laughs> but for me, the, for me, this thing, I, so this whole COVID, because like at the moment, I'm a little bit unaware of what the fuck's going on because I've got an insane deadline and I've been working like 15-hour <laughs> days solid. So I'm kind of, I'm I'm actually burnt out, but it's the tangible burnt out. But 
Monday, Monday was there. Was like, oh, that whole COVID vibe is back, where everyone is like acting slightly weird and not talking about it. And 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 on Monday, the, the, it was just like, oh fuck, we have to do all that again. But then, but then Tuesday, I was I was working from home, and uh, and then I was just like, I went out to cope, and I and I rediscovered the routine from the first lockdown, and I was like. Actually, I fucking like this. Like, Dean, you put it nicely. Just like the amount of money you saved, for example, during the lockdown, and and there's something about it which is, I don't know. It's very Ramadani, you know. It's yeah, like but I I overreacted <laughs> right off the lockdown. I kind of just went out and started blowing way too much money. Oh, that that money is blown. The, the stuff that I've saved during the lockdown, and then the summer yeah. came along, and it was like, oh yeah, booze is a good idea. Yeah, but now you, yeah. but now you Freedom. know that. So now we're getting the second look. You're going to be smarter, wiser. Yeah, I drink constantly now. And and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, you get that booze delivered to you now. <laughs> yeah. I, I know a guy. <laughs> no, but he brings wine directly to my house. No, but in a way, it's just like as I was saying, it's like it feels like uh, fasting or Lent or Ramadan. <laughs> it's just like like this is something because we all abandon religion. Look, uh, don't force spirituality onto me in a lockdown. No, I'm not. I'm I want to go and get you know. I want to. Okay, I was gonna say go get my dick sucked, but like now. I'm fucking fasting for what? For nothing. For the god of COVID. I don't believe in this god. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh. he's got twenty-eight arms and shit, but nobody cares. Shit, he's got a big crown, though. Yeah, that's we need to invent that god. We start a cult and worship the god of COVID. <laughs> he's Chinese. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, dude, I was. <laughs> oh, uh, the press conference for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID comes out, you know. I'm not going to do the racist Asian accent now. Oh, um, please. Oh, please, please. <laughs> please do. Can we just hear I you? I want that talking. Oh, <laughs> um, yes. COVID-19. Oh, my God. I had Why this is discussion. Vietnamese? I had this discussion yesterday night with, with my girlfriend. So my girlfriend was uh, talking to me about something funny that her mother said. Now, her mother is an immigrant from uh, Cambodia slash uh, Thailand. So she's half Thai, half uh, half Cambodian. And and she has a very, very strong accent and she doesn't actually speak proper German. So <laughs> my girlfriend goes like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if you would tell that story on stage? And I was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if everything, everyone in Zurich thinks that I'm a fucking racist? <laughs> uh, the only person that can do that that joke properly is a Cambodian person. <laughs> this this yeah, is how that should go. This is okay. I'm gonna break this. That's a good point there, dude. But before that, I wanted to ask this question: um, Why? Or let me do it, Seinfeld. What's the deal with viruses, right? Why? Why do they always kind of are destructive or take stuff away or feed off of you? Why are viruses? Why don't they give you cool things like superhuman strength or something? You know, why is yeah, there like aim they to destroy? Yeah, like why is it aimed to destroy your body? Because like say they want to find a host like yourself, like a, a human being to carry them on and spread them around. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Why would you want to destroy them in the process? Like think about this. We were talking about AIDS earlier. AIDS is the smartest fucking virus ever. It was like, what is you know, we heard about those flu guys. They've they've stole they've claimed the coughing. Apparently coughing works. 
So what else could we use that humans all do constantly and were willing to do uh, without doubt? You know, let's fuck each other. Aha, perfect. Let's do that. You know? So why not? Why can't other viruses just kind of give you a bigger dick? Uh, that's all I want, actually. This is what I'm looking for. That we should be ashamed of our sexuality. Oh my god, I love it when Harry goes religious. <laughs> I was actually wondering when when you said something, um, the virus should choose something that people do constantly. And I was thinking, if <laughs> if we could have a virus that attacks people that vote right wing, <laughs> that right wing virus. <laughs> Dude, that's like um. Have you heard about that that tick bite? That when you when it bites you, you become allergic to meat. Yes, I've heard about this. That freaks yeah, me out. By is, the way, this is good shit. Like this is something. Like, why can't viruses all do that? Like I get bitten and now I stay away from destructive women or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get bitten and now I fix the problems with my mother. Yeah, really exactly. Want- I get bitten and now I'm never depressed. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I was thinking about a drug that already does that. <laughs> it's quite a destructive. You make a, an interesting point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, I think viruses are not trying to. They, I don't know. Yeah, it's why. Why? Does because it's it's a weird thing. So I consider myself in general a quite a good host. So even for a virus, I'm like caring and nurturing. So motherfucker, give something back. At least bring a bottle of wine when you rock up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. At least make me feel a little bit of something good before you know I spread you on. Like I'm doing you a favor. Let's make it a win-win. But can can you imagine if if coronavirus also had a symptom that it made your dick slightly bigger every time you get it? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but but only like. Five millimeters. It's just it. It's not huge. Yeah, you got to get it. It's enough just to get her happy again. Mm. Mm. It gives it gives a little bit of girth (laughs) and a little bit of length. (laughs) I love the word. Go out to get corona specifically. Like you see, this is this is a smart thing for a virus. Have you guys heard about that fungus? I think it's a fungus that lives. um, It lives in rats, but can only breed in cats. Have you heard about this? You've never heard about this? So this is like a fungus. That fungus is basically like a salmon. So it it, it lives in the ocean, but fucks in the river. (laughs) Exactly. But like, so what it does is like, it it lives inside a rat or a mouse and it it attaches itself to the brain. So it's like a bacteria, fungus, something like that. And it removes the fear from the mouse or the rat, right? So then the, the mouse or the rat have zero fear towards predators and will actually approach them. And that's when a cat will eat it, you know, because it and has absolutely no fear at all. It's it. easy to catch. And then, yeah, then the, the, the fungus or bacteria or whatever reproduces in the cat's stomach uh, and then somehow transfers back to rats and stuff. Yeah, but the rats eating cat shit. Probably something like that, dude. Or, you know, I don't know, some other way. Who knows? My God. This but is, it's just interesting. This is like... Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a funny link to this is like something that humans do because there's definitely something I'm just too stupid and tired to make that. Connection. This is like when Harry drinks a lot of alcohol, his inebriation removes his fear, thinking that he can approach women who are far uh, out of his league, you know, kind of, and then that's when he's allowed to reproduce and breed uh, himself. And then they catch um, my disease. And then, yeah, and then they'll shit and pass it on to the next pedophile, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> there's, there's there's a little hint of truth. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, saddest saddest <laughs> sigh I've heard in a while. All right, we got any? Have we got any mail bank? We today? do. Oh, we have mail. Dean, uh, uh, do you want to do? Let's do, do the let's the, do the plug first. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, let's the do, corona let's do corona, mailbag. a corona mail bag. Um, okay, it's got to have some coughing. Yeah, here goes. Okay, open your so goddamn <laughs> mailbag. <laughs> that was beautiful. <coughs> Harry's coughing. Now. I'm coughing because I'm just an idiot. <laughs> so this is from a lady. Smoker's cough. Oh, oh, I'm paying attention now. Okay, so oh. a lady wrote. And she, Harry ever the, the to subject me. of the email is Harry's hot tips. Oh my god, I'm I'm getting aroused as you speak, Christian. It which is weird because I'm connecting your voice with the arousal. It's yeah, that okay. that is weird. Okay, I'm go ahead. Confident in my sexuality. Um. <laughs> I want to isolate oh that as my ringtone. Dude, you, you, I've just realized you've gone the completely wrong career. Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you've missed your golden opportunity, man. Okay, go ahead. We've got go like ahead. a Michael Bublé for the whole gay community. <laughs> no, 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 no. You said that wrong. Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like Michael Bublis. Let's go. Uh, all right. All right. Good morning. I am writing because I need some serious advice. Most men are clowns. So I thought I'd write to the king of clowns, Harry <laughs> Harry. Uh, I like her already. Yes, I made a bold joke. No regrets. <laughs> so she's I'm, definitely seen you. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to rise to the insults. Go ahead. And then she goes like, are you even doing the segment? Oh, yeah. Astrid, that's her name. We're definitely doing this segment. Well, here it goes. <coughs> I was recently on a date. Well done. Well done, Astrid. Um, he surprised. was so easy to talk to online. A bit on the nerdy side, but I feel like good looking. We went on a date and this is where the, my dilemma began. <coughs> he wanted to go feed fucking ducks. What? He wanted to go feed fucking ducks. Oh, feed. Uh, feed I said it wrong. Feed, comma. He wanted to go feed <laughs> yeah. fucking ducks. I mean, I'm thinking putting my dick between two ducks' feet is not an ideal I actually, situation. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going through the point that I just watched recently. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, I don't want duck porn. Thank you. No, no, no. It was more about feet. Um... <clears throat> he wanted to go feed fucking ducks. What the hell is this crap? What is next? Going to the playground and watch children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm liking Astrid now. But the problem <laughs> starts now. We fucked. He's hung like a mule. What do I do? Kind regards, Astrid. Uh, <laughs> Oscar. First of all, that I, is a dilemma. Wait, that, wait, wait. Before we go into anything of this, Hung like a mule, that's problematic. Mules are cut. They don't have balls. <coughs> so he might have a big dick, but he might not get it up. Oh, and, and they can't reproduce. So yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Astrid, you had to look at the very large limb. Can dick. I say one thing? This is a tricky situation. Before, Go ahead, before you give your professional advice, <laughs> this, is my, this is my non-professional opinion. 
But this woman clearly just wants to get laid. Like, this is her goal, right? Because as a duck feeder, as an avid duck feeder myself, I thought it was, that sounds like a romantic gesture. Like, oh, we go for a walk on the lake and feed some ducks and have a nice deep chat. Wait, did you date Astrid? No, I didn't, thank God, because she would have laughed at my tiny penis. Um, <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, if she just wanted to go and get laid, she could have just been like, yo, let's fuck, instead of the whole duck escapade. Those poor <laughs> ducks are probably, you know, in a bit of trauma now. Harry solved this issue for me. All right, so, you know, first of all, Astrid, like, like where's the gratitude? Because, you know, you're going like you want to feed ducks. <laughs> But it, the guy could have been a brony, you know, like it, it could have been a whole lot worse. He could have been dressed <laughs> up as a My Little Pony and uh, needed you to, I don't know, like like stroke his Tinkerbell or something like that. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever that is. Um, so, you know, so I don't, I don't see, you know, like the guy clearly doesn't have enough life. He doesn't understand women at all, but he's got a schlong, a, a mule schlong. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe the issue is this. Like, one is, one is uh, you, I, I detect that you're one of those ladies. You put on your profile, <laughs> like, like, I like nerdy guys. But if you like nerdy guys, you got to take all that comes with it. If you, if, you, if you want some white male patriarchy, then you've got to go be honest about that. And no, but she likes it. big dicks, so. Well, yeah, but that's a surprise. Or, oh, ah, Wait, they don't necessarily come with... Maybe Astrid is hiding a key feature that she already knew the schlong size before. Before. Ah. I'm detecting that... Like, because if you... So is this the one time where a dick pic paid off? So Astrid, first, first, I'm not happy that you weren't honest with us because I'm pretty sure that you knew what the dick size was because after the whole pond feeding ducks, feet fucking ducks, whatever you were doing there, after all of that, like that you went and fucked the guy is because you knew what you were getting beforehand. So, so you know, I, if you want to get good advice from us, you have to be completely honest. I think the real issue is this. I think the real issue is, Astrid, the, the, I, I think the solution to your problem is next time uh, you just got to go on a date with me. That's the end of uh, um, my advice on this. Dean, I, I must point out at this stage that I always thought this is where Harry's hot tips would end up in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not able to be neutral. and um, It was more like, it's not Harry's it hot tips, it's hooker. more like the Harry's, Harry's hot, do you want to touch my tip? Oh, um, man. I think, the right, right. of, I think this bit just died. Also, I think Astrid is a bit scared of real intimacy. Oh, that's an interesting angle. Hit me with yeah, well, because she's asking you. Otherwise, you would have been asking me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not the angle Dean had. Dean. I mean, okay, maybe I retract that last part. Like, I don't, you know, Astrid, I don't know. Uh, it, I mean, if you like nerds, you might be a, you might be, what is it? You might be one of, you might be a furry yourself. Like, into that whole stuff. And she's into furry. big dicks, Harry. What, what? She's into big dicks, so there's a, problem there already yeah <laughs> <laughs> you really had to think about this for a second there yeah she, oh, yeah yeah true yeah yeah my, my penis oh, is small if I no, say yeah I, I, yeah I don't know I think I think the vagina is a stretchy thing and, and <laughs> it, it can accommodate any dick 
except for one that's too there's like a there's a minimum size but the maximum size all right fucking let's go there what is the minimum size of penis harry according to harry's hot tips what is the minimum tip guessing it's somewhere around four inches like you start in girth uh, can you say girth again? I love the word girth, and I love how you say it. Girth. Now, now you said it wrong. You got all shy. Just give me the. Give I me the. What, what What are you saying? I, I got girth shy. Yeah, exactly. Just give me a good <laughs> girth. <laughs> all right. No, I mean length. Like like the uh, the the. Uh, actually, I just I'm gonna get distracted. Now. I heard an interesting thing that when the tip of your dick touches the urethra that there are no 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 the urethra is in the dick you said it wrong if i mean if of her like her urethra so you go back to the back of the vagina that's not the urethra there is a urethra back there. no the urethra are we really going through anatomy <laughs> right now <laughs> really you know what? Um, you, if you touch the cervix, bitch. Oh, cervix, yeah. That's exactly. This Fuck me. Did you call yourself before the master of cunnilingus? <laughs> I just, I've just blown all my credibility. <laughs> Harry's, Harry's licking the butthole thinking, oh, I found the spot. <laughs> Look, I'm tired. I know it's the cervix. So the point is, is that when the tip of your dick touches the cervix, there Harry, are no- you know this is a myth, right? Wait, wait, wait. Can I just say? When when there's that no such thing as the back. <laughs> can I just? I'm sorry, I can't take this seriously. Okay, but that, just let me say this, and then you can make fun of it. Is the nerve endings at the in your dick, especially at the end, goes like they have a, a fast track straight to your brain. Same with the cervix. So actually, when the when the dick touches the cervix, that is the most connected <laughs> you can be with anyone. That's uh, cause, cause you have your nerve endings. Have you like ever tried walking with a woman and fed ducks with her for three hours and had the <laughs> deep conversation? I feel like that's probably more connected than the penis touching the back of her right. vagina hole. Astrid, yeah, you. Nick said it. Uh, Nick said it the last week. The perfect gift is human connection, <laughs> which I, <laughs> which I generously provide. The gift of. <laughs> Yeah, you just give them an Ethernet cable. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of a cable for connection. <laughs> no, the yeah, fucking hell, Astrid. Like maybe this guy, okay, maybe this guy was uniquely original. You tagged him as being nerdy, but you know he's like, yeah, we could do something boring. Go to I don't know, go and have coffee. Go to a restaurant or something like that. The the nice thing about duck feeding, especially if you did it by Lake Zurich, is you're in a public place. You couldn't be abducted and have horrible things done to you that you actually had done to you later on. But you're in a safe environment. Duck feeding <laughs> is kind of like, if you weren't, get over yourself, Astrid. It's like, yeah, oh, 2020, let's define the word nerd. You just because someone's more intelligent than you, now they're a nerd. Explain yourself, Astrid. Okay, I want to get You sound this. like a doofus. The, the, whole, the whole nerd thing. Can, can we stop this? Because like nowadays everyone claims they're being a nerd just because they watch Star Wars <laughs> twice. They're not a nerd. But the type of nerds that women are interested in, the ones that make a nice salary, those are the nerds. Yeah, but these are not nerds. These are psychopaths. They work in finance. Not necessarily. Like the software development crowd, yeah, I've got still psychopaths. <coughs> I kind of. I'm weird. Like 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 borderline autistic and stuff like that. But 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 
I mean, the thing is, because basically alpha male in terms of success, is, it's gone from big muscly guys to software developers to skinny, skinny, goofy guys. And, you know, the, with, with the skinny, goofy guys or the fat, goofy guys, you can, you know, have your nest and make children. That's why they become the alphas. That's why women are into that. I have nothing to add to this. <laughs> the next segment we want to plug is the credential crisis. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're Chris. having a... Yeah, go for it, Harry. I do it, do it, do it. F- finish, Dean. Sorry. I got Let me do it. Do it at the end. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, if you're feeling like you're unconnected to God, to yourself, to spirituality, to others, if you're feeling a bit lost with no kind of motivation or progress or destined goal for your life, what you need in your life is Christian Breaker. And what he's going to give you is a Christential moment. Harry, hit it. It's Christential. <laughs> so write in. It's the uh do the email. What's the email? The XYZ pod at gmail.com. Right. And write on to us on Instagram at XYZ Podcast. That's our handle. Um so yeah, if you want to feel connected, write in with a problem, some if you need some guidance, or if you just want your tarot cards read, then we'll forward that to Christian and I, answer I'm your game questions. for that actually. A little bit of tarot card reading. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, we can, yeah. That sounds, that sounds good. If you want to even communicate with the dead. No, maybe not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an expert. I'm, I'm an expert in, in, uh, in, in linking up with the dead, actually. Um, my fee is very simple. It's like a bottle of Tignanello. Um, and <laughs> I will drink it all by myself, and then I can connect you to pretty much anyone you want. But I like Dude, I, Prince. I want to talk to Prince. <laughs> I like how Dean tapped out in the mid sentence. Like, yeah, we'll even talk to that. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> the humor on that when the the darkness of the humor would go too far. Yeah, uh, Dean, we need a segment for you. I I kind of, but it's not a writing segment. I thought maybe a segment for you could be like. Like Dean's bizarre and obscure facts, like what you just told us about the rats that and the cats. That is, I'm a, I'm on board. Yeah, like like Dean's or Dean's obscure facts. D-O-A. It's gonna be like a, an onomatopoeia. See that big word I used there? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Want to play on the D's, you know? <laughs> Only because it took the Mickey out of you last time round <laughs> for using big yeah. words. Uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I can't. I no, I, I I like this. I, I like. What about this. Dean's dialogue? Dean's dialogue. Yeah, Dean's where I chat to the dialogue with um, the dead, deadly dialogue. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's an alliteration, yeah. like D- Dean's deadly dialogue. D D D. Yeah, guys, what are we talking about today? All right, do we want a topic for the day? Yeah, we do have a topic. All right, so we have an important topic today, epic topic, a huge, the best topic. We bring you the best topics. I'm just trying to Donald Trump this situation. All right, today's topic <laughs> is... Too soon, man, too soon. <laughs> I can't, I'm not, I haven't practiced my Trump impressions. Today's topic is digital addiction. I think I'm addicted to hitting that button as well. Yeah, it's mauve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the color of press me. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's so many. You see I just say that's one that's that's actually Harry's hot tip for the day. You see a mauve button, just press just push it. it. Wherever you find that mauve button mm. on the street, <laughs> in the supermarket, between some legs, you just just hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually our goal today, aside from the topic, is that we we make we we give we make Dean throw up from coughing because he's laughing so much. I he laughing uh, Dean laughing back. He's not laughing. He's looking. He's no, good luck. Good luck with that. All right, he, Dean is. We're, we've got Dean on a Zoom meeting. We're doing pretty good, I would say, on Zoom to keep a vibe up talking. Yeah, I reckon. Like, because like, uh, you know, there's no like awkward pause. Yeah, let's just let's just tap tap ourselves on the shoulder for the next five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, we, that's fucking awesome. We are the best. Yeah, who comes up with these topics, man? All right, digital addiction. So we're who not going into we're not going into what kind like, of podcast is this? This is a I feel like a viewer now. A professional podcast of 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 much strength. Very a very professional <laughs> podcast indeed. <laughs> <laughs> we're making a strong podcast here all right so digital addiction because you know the and we so first off limits today is uh you know like a, a drug addiction uh addiction to underage girls all these things you're going to stay away from uh, um oh, fuck. <laughs> can we edit that bit out <laughs> <laughs> no, come on! I just like to make you guys feel awkward. They both were shaking uh, their heads and feeling bad because secretly this shit makes me feel queasy. Yeah, exactly. So no, the topic for today is it makes me want to do drugs. That's what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a lot of them. Dean's pulling out a <laughs> bottle of codeine cough mixture right now. Yeah, um, boy. Digital addiction. So, do you, first, what are we talking about? Digital addiction. It's our addictions to things on our phones, on our computers, anything involving electronics, basically. And uh, there's a whole ton of this stuff. And I guess I guess I'm gonna first like set the scene. So there's a there's a website that I'm actually <laughs> addicted addicted to called Hacker News, which is a long running. Uh, yeah. It, Christian's already reaching for the browser to, to find out Hacker News. Um, so it's a, it's a long-running website. Yeah, you got it there. Um, uh, which was created by uh, a guy called Paul Graham. And, this, and it's, actually, it's actually based on the original Reddit code base. So, so the, behind this is an investment company called Y Combinator. They actually uh, seed funded Reddit and, and they actually got the code from Reddit, which is why if you go to Hacker News, uh, it looks like Reddit used to look. It looks like absolute dog shit. Yeah, but that yeah. was but very readable dog shit. And um, the, the founder of Y Combinator, he's called Paul Graham. <laughs> uh, he wrote a very influential book for yeah. software developers called Hackers and Painters. And he's a, he's a web 1.0 multi-millionaire because he sold his company to Yahoo and basically invented the modern form of internet advertising. Maybe we shouldn't actually idolize this guy so much. But anyway, he's written some very profound stuff on, on software and digital and technology. And one thing, so on digital addiction, again, I'm finally getting there now, is uh, he's, his point, he wrote a very interesting blog post on this, uh, that basically uh, 
addiction is inevitable for everyone and it's only going to get worse 20 years from now the level of addictions that we have to things like like what we're dealing with now is nothing compared to what's coming and so as a society we need to get we need to be ready for this we need to know how to handle addiction and digital addiction so that's today's topic uh, I hope that's a sort of a warm-up. Can I start off like this? What do you guys think uh, addiction is? I've always wanted to hear what you guys think of that. Oh, damn, that's it. So, f- from from personal experience, I, I always said um, that I'm not a very addictive, that I don't have a very <laughs> addictive personality. And more and more, I think uh, th- that that's just like a turn of phrase people use like addictive personality so you're probably more prone to addiction or you're less prone to addiction i think that's absolute bullshit i think um addiction is a pattern um that you follow so i have a very distinctive (laughs) pattern for example when i don't feel well in my head um and then i do uh like self-sabotaging kind of things um i'm not i'm not saying like everything that that gives pleasure is self-sabotage especially alcohol i really enjoy being drunk for example but um when i'm feeling unwell i would drink much more and in a way that it is destructive and that i would probably consider an addiction i do (coughs) not consider myself like addicted to alcohol per se i'm addicted to the concept of alcohol when I'm in a in a shitty place in my life, for example. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're giving me a like, yeah, you're giving me something to feed off there because because I think one part of addiction, I, I'm not sure I can give you the definition you want. You actually have asked the killer question, Dean. I hadn't thought about this. Was uh, but one part of addiction is basically unconscious behavior that you're doing stuff in a, a kind of a not thinking kind of way. Um, I think another part of addiction is what Christian is saying is the escapism. So it's, it's, it's like binge watching a show uh, on Netflix uh, instead of going to bed at a sensible <laughs> time because cause like you've, you've – you. so there's an interesting term called ego depletion, uh, which is the point that when you wake up, you've got l- ego, not in ego, like I'm so amazing, but ego in your ability to make conscious choice. And when you wake up in the morning, you have a ton of ego points that allow you to make <coughs> conscious choices. By the end of the day, you've drained your batteries, you've got nothing left. And that's how you, why you come home, eat some junk <coughs> food and spend the night in front of Netflix instead of kind of, giving yourself some chance to recover. Which is interesting because that is then very close to why we have routines. So are routines the same thing as addiction? There's definitely um, a connection, I think. Go before ahead. We, yeah, before that, I wanted to kind of point out this thing, which is what Russell Brand talks a lot about this, and I do love and appreciate his opinion on this. And the main point driven across is that addiction is a disease, right? Um, so my experience and personal belief is that we all are capable of addiction. Yes. We all have agree, addictive yeah. tendencies, right? 
whether you're the type of person, your personality, you know, I don't have an addictive personality, whatever, we all can develop addiction based on our environment, right? And there's one, ex- yeah, there's one experiment that has always kind of stuck with me, and I'm sure you guys have heard it. I believe it was a TED Talk or something. Um, it's called the Rat the Rat Park. You ever heard of Rat Park? No, go so, on. So Rat Park is this, right? They They were doing experiments on addiction, uh, so they took a rat and they put him in a cage and they offered him water and heroin, right? And <laughs> That's a tough choice right there. Yeah, it's a tough choice. So ultimately, almost every single time without fail, the rat would take the heroin, overdose and die eventually. That was his fate, right? I've heard so the same, someone, I've heard the same uh, thing with uh, cocaine, actually. Yeah, the, the analogy, regardless of, you know, the, the actual experiment or something like some drug this is cocaine heroin fuck whatever it's it's drug speed who cares there's a drug and a water right and then someone walks into the room and says yeah but listen if you put if i'm a rat you put me in a cage with fucking nothing to do all day and the option of drugs i'm going to take drugs every fucking time you know um so this so what they did is they took this rat and they put him in a way bigger cage they gave him some some girls some toys, uh, you know, a lot more things to do. And they called and him they bitches and cocaine. And they called him Dan Balzerian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, then, you know, then he got hired, fucked all of them. No. <laughs> the, <laughs> what really happened, though, is the rat decided, you know, they some of the rats would try the drug every now and then, um, but not a single kind of overdose and death, right? And the story is this, is that like the metaphor for addiction is not necessarily... Um, you it's your your the environment in which you grow up that environment could either be physical or you know mental uh so that was a good analogy and i think depending on your environment whether it's like depression for example um that creates your cage and to escape that cage is you want to fill it with substances and those substances from what i've seen range from i run 50 kilometers every bloody week to you know the occasional um netflix binge or cocaine binge you know it's all it's all kind of the same thing so even though we're discussing digital addiction here the the root of addiction all comes from something and the fact that uh, iphone has designed that one of the biggest dopamine you know inducing devices in the world uh right at our fingertips is is a huge problem in my mind you know yeah. And I think this is why, like you say earlier, Harry, we're leading towards a world where everyone is, has a, such a huge addiction problem. It's because our brains are being trained from how, what's like the youngest person you've ever seen with an iPad, you know, playing, playing Candy Crush. Yeah. The dopamine spikes that these kids are getting, the real world can't fulfill that anymore. You know, yeah. life is actually boring. You need to kind of fulfill a requirement of dopamine and serotonin throughout the day. I'm an expert, clearly. Thank you for no, listening but the, to my TED that talk. Stuff, that stuff to me is absolutely fascinating, Dean. I think um, in the 90s, our concept of addiction was very much closely associated with um, overdosing on heroin in Needle Park in Zurich, you know? This, this, this was kind of like the concept that uh, these are the junkies. Yeah, it was the, very the, stigmatized. Yeah. yeah, and now I think, first of all, addiction as such is less spoken about than it was in in uh, maybe 30 years ago. And number two, I think um, we have completely different addictions. I, I jumped to the conclusion and talk about alcohol 
when we introduce the concept of addiction. But I think you're quite right, Dean. Addiction is surrounding us now uh, on much more subtle levels um, all the time and on a daily basis. Um, w- I think we, we discussed it on the podcast previously where um, you said you have much harder a time to actually focus on work because of all the bells and whistles that are going on in like social media or whatever and you're kind of like <laughs> drawn um, into into that world and I certainly am like the the amount of noise that is out there even though I'm working from home I'm not even in a big office or whatever the amount of noise that I'm getting on my screen every single day that's not work related is fucking mental but you know you know the the interesting thing on like if you want to test some if someone's addicted to something tell them that they're addicted to it and if they react aggressively to deny <laughs> that is that's when they're full on are addicted. they're fully addicted yeah. because they don't want to even think about they don't want to even be mm. honest about their addiction and l- let me just say that possibly i have encountered this on a digital addiction level with teenagers that are not far from where we're sitting oh. and it's really it's been really interesting it's like you know when you say say to them you're you know this is a problem there you have an addiction to this and they go no i don't and yeah. like, like with a teenager you're getting a more unfiltered form of of like adults are cleverer about covering it up but still I mean, it's like if you're in a relationship and you tell your partner like maybe the amount of porn you're watching is not okay they go well, i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> why, are you? Why are you bringing That's Harry's porn? denial. I'm just trying to make this show funny. We've got to bring it back to dicks and porn at all times, guys. That's how um, we keep the laughs. Porn up. is only funny to that's some how, people, her. That's how we keep our listeners addicted. To what, what fascinates me about porn is the, 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 the whole over saturation that we've had. Like, remember when the internet started and porn was like this weird thing to come by? And now porn, you're. Porn is on Instagram now. Like you, um, which this, which account specifically? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us? <laughs> no, the, 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 this is something that surprised me. So before, um, I wh- that's not allowed. That's like wait, they have, okay. wait, wait, wait. Uh, this is where Linktree comes into play. So um, <coughs> back oh. back in the day when 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 I got like confronted with like the internet or whatever, <laughs> porn was just there. But it was kind of like, you know, it was kind of semi-anonymous. You you didn't have like porn stars. Well, there, there were porn stars, but they were kind of far out of reach. And now you can literally follow them on Instagram. So this is the first starting point. Oh, then you've got OnlyFans. Yeah, and like then uh, OnlyFans, Nudies or whatever. There's like heaps of all these little different platforms that give you paid content. Um, but at the same time, this has probably been the time of free porn that has never, like the, the amount of free porn that we can consume has never existed before. But then there is this market on the side where you go like, oh, you, know, you can actually get very much up close and personal. Um, f- friends of mine have been telling me this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think someone's girlfriend needs to review again. 
What, um, what was on the laptop browser history on the, on the iPad? So can I ask you guys a question to throw off your, your thing? All right. Uh, what's one thing that you're digitally addicted to right now? I'm busy scrolling Instagram as we speak. <laughs> okay. Just like Yeah, go go to go to my page and see who I follow and then you get a picture. Uh, now we can't Okay, so Dean, you're trying you're to find those porn stars that Christian was talking about. Yeah. So Dean, your go to your go to thing is Instagram. Yeah, you know what? Instagram got it right. Those algorithms know me better than anyone. Better than yeah, better than my own mother, better than you guys. Um the amount of Asian women I get to see on my Instagram is, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I no, they do. They know me pretty well, and this is what gets me up in the morning. That's uh, the I'm actually looking for the, the one I'm thinking of right now on Instagram because if she does have Instagram, is your addiction, Dean, that you want to follow all Asian women <laughs> like on Instagram? Like no, it's more just. I want to see them all naked, Harry. I mean, <laughs> six hundred million. <laughs> oh so no! They, they mentally blend into one image in your subconscious. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Instagram. Okay. Yeah. No. And, and that, maybe we'll come to something in a minute. I'm holding a book in my hand. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. For, but you know what? The thing is, Harry. Like, sorry, dude. Like, you're. Yeah. Which one specifically are you addicted to? I think in this day and age, it's more like, which one are you not addicted to? How do we escape from it? You can't. I spend my entire day, my, I think of all the reality I see, maybe 10% of it is real. You know, how do I escape it? It's my career. It's my social life. It's my, it's wait, my, wait, my wait, wanking wait, 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 wait. area. I mean, all the reality you see 10% is real. Yeah. What does which that mean? It's not a screen. Oh, Oh, okay, okay. You see it through a camera, through a screen. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Now that's, the that's two lenses, you know, the lens through the screen and yeah. the lens through your eyeballs. You know, the real one is maybe 10%. That's an interesting thing because, so I've got a different angle on this. My my go-to addiction is, is, is YouTube going on to podcasts, but the addiction goes through the Apple AirPods or EarPods, whatever the fuck they're called. I always get it wrong. So I'm listening to people talking because like dad life means I always have to be doing some housework or I'm working like now home <laughs> office. I'm always physically active, but yeah. I listen to a lot of shit sometimes. And I have moments where I just like, I can't hear another human voice in my ears right now. So but then let's say your consciousness or, you know, even if it's not your actual eyes, your consciousness is still focused in the digital world. Yeah, and I'm and the addiction is escapism. Yeah, it's definitely there's escapism, and the addiction is also like some of when you get like a, a profound insight or something very funny or unique on a comedy podcast or whatever it is, is is that 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 prompts these moments of like, wow, that's an interesting thought, and and that is a really nice. That's a real comfort zone. That's. I have been addicted to that sort of um, media for maybe 10 years. Which is why we're sat here doing this podcast. 100%. <laughs> 100%. So 
I started listening to podcasts in 2008. Okay. Um, and it has, like, I would always listen to podcasts, even during work hours. I wait, wait, wait. Can you, can you do that like you are an Alcoholics Anonymous meetup? <laughs> Hi, my name is Christian. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> okay, okay <go laughs> Say it to Presley. <laughs> no, I have to say it upbeat because it actually brings me joy. Because otherwise, I would have to listen to wankers at work. So it's so then why? That's a good point. Why aren't alcoholics in AA going? Hey, I'm Harry and I'm addicted to a vodka. Woo! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Christian. I I can sing Jameson like a fucking champion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best karaoke singer when I got tequila in my blood. Yeah. You 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 probably need to go to like the big up yourself anonymous meetup like <laughs> you go <laughs> where you you they're like yeah I'm addicted to bigging myself up all right <laughs> that would be the the um the the, the podcast thing or, or constantly listening to something that's some that's something that I've been doing for for many many years. But it, it, it has, um, it, it's a really double-edged sword because then if I have to do something that's brain dead, it's perfect. And let's be honest, the majority of work nowadays that we do, like data crunching and all that sort of stuff, is pretty brain This is dead. why I chose a career in graphic design so well, I could look, watch YouTube. Exactly. So as soon as creativity comes into play, it really fucks with your brain. And um, so, for example, writing for, for like comedy bits, I cannot... I cannot listen to other shit at the same time. I, oh, I, yeah. I have to be able to zone out. So for me, walking away, for example, from, from podcasts has become hard at times where it's just like, no, but I always, I liked that white noise and that conversation <laughs> that other people had. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit like sitting in a restaurant and other people have a conversation that you find halfway interesting, but you don't really have yeah, to kind of invest yourself. In out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, mostly I think people are tuned out when we're on listening to this podcast. <laughs> like, I fucking hope so. And yeah, you know, there's another aspect to this, actually, apropos, like, what makes a podcast like ours successful? And I'm, I'm conscious of this, so I hope... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You have to wait, tread wait, very wait. lightly on this one. Like, a, like, right. like a, po a podcast like ours and the word That's success. Successful? Uh, <laughs> it's it's a bit presumptuous. No, the thing is, I, I would say so. Yesterday, uh, I met one of our big our big fans, who's not is Mike. Mike, I think I'm safe to mention Mike because he's done comedy. He was talking. He's very open. He's always posting on our Facebook. And uh, Mike and I are in in kind of similar <laughs> life stages. I'm maybe about five to ten years ahead of him. But and you're both bold. But like on the one level, where I'm what I'm conscious of is like part of the reason why I'm listening to podcasts is it's like filling a, a, a human loneliness space. So there's a level yeah. of it's just nice to hear human voices. And, you know, and I think also in a way we feed into that. And, and I'm slightly mixed feeling about that. Like I'm, I'm enjoying doing these podcasts. I'm very happy that people we're getting some positive feedback from all three people that listen. I'm playing it down now. These guys are really well done. So you know, it's th it's thousands. No, it isn't. It isn't. It absolutely <laughs> isn't. It absolutely isn't. It absolutely but, isn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, I feel like m maybe we shouldn't be producing the thing that's getting people more addicted. But those people are going to go anywhere else, so we might as well be the ones that you're addicted to. 
better the enemy guys. you know we're, we're a better place to be addicted no, but but frankly though i i'm not even sure if it has anything to do with uh, with podcasts uh, etc but it, does it also mean that our lives are so mind-numbingly boring that we have to fill it with something else because i think it's more like this is that like we have reality and then somebody gave us a better one i mean what's like imagine like let's project it into the future right and we assume that virtual reality becomes completely real and synonymous but you can't tell the difference between actual reality and virtual reality right matrix bullshit but now imagine this right you could spend a day being a bear in the american wilderness or you could um i don't know live a day where you're a fuck robot destroying cities or you could come back to this boring reality like what are you going to choose you know what i'm saying who wouldn't want to be a fuck robot destroying a city whenever they wanted to be I'm gonna I'm gonna spin that a different way. To me, it's like it's like it's like eating McDonald's versus cooking your own, to doing your own burgers. Yeah, but uh, now imagine the McDonald's is the most amazing thing you've ever had in your life. Yeah, but I I don't think you see my theory is this. It's I think we fall for all this stuff because we're not prepared to go through that little bit of extra effort to get to the really good shit like if you so you're saying what, what is the really good shit then yeah harry this is the answer of life right here what's the really good shit the really good shit like real life is fucking amazing if you're prepared to go through that oh this is boring so which point specifically here let me give you a prime example so behind behind my house is a lot of trees okay and sometimes <laughs> occasionally i'll go for a very long walk Harry's like, go for a walk. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> no, I'm fucking serious. Wait, just hold, uh, hold sorry. before you make fun of this. Sorry, exactly. And it sounds like it sucks. It, it it's like, oh, mm. you're gonna go for a walk in some trees around Zurich. Like, what about that? You're not gonna see like, you're not gonna meet a cougar, <laughs> or at least not not the animal kind of cougar. And uh, laugh for that. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. <laughs> that was a oh my God. Joke but, from Harry Fox. Thank you but, very much, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the thing I always find on that. When I do that, around about an hour into that walk, if I go for it, I start to feel physically way better. I start to feel like, I f- start to feel genuinely alive. And that feeling, and the more you, the longer you walk, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Chris I'm really making Christian uncomfortable because this is fucking you guys know it real life but the thing is you have to invest in it and you have to we go don't have boredom. this real life not everyone has a forest behind you by the house yes sir or it's your not, ex- not everyone gets like a thrill out of hunting a woman through a forest Harry no. <laughs> you know the thing oh, fuck you guys the thing Ooh, is this is that you have to go it's just i get the same shit with my kids or so when the kids are young so you have young children the first thing they say to you is they're boring there's no conversation yeah, to be had i'm bored i'm bored and then you have this conversation with your kids it's like and you say like then come up with something but i'm bored <laughs> And and that is to me the root of why we're addicted to all this shit is because we're not prepared to go through a slight bit of suffering. And the the one thing if I would say is if you feel like shit and if you feel like ah oh, I'm just I all this bullshit in my head and I'm a horrible person and I hate what my life, 
just start walking. You go for two hours walk a day or one hour, that will make you a better human being. And you'll start to, you just like, you start to zone into, oh, I can actually smell things. Oh, I like the feeling of fresh air. I like the sound of a bird. I like whatever let's, it is. Let's, um, let's, yeah, I agree with you, Harry, but let's apply this on a, a more global scale, right? Let's say you're saying that people, your kids say they're bored and we're all fundamentally bored and capitalism has tapped into the idea that they can entertain us and give us some, you know, a little bit of um, stimulation and a profit off of that, right? And because we're lazy... We're immediately going to do that every time. And the solution is just a little bit of pain or suffering to build something that's real, right? So what is the global version of your little forest walk? Because not everyone can do that or not everyone enjoys that. You know, are there other options to that forest walk that you have? You know, because let's say disconnecting is is too tough because addiction, we can't always have our own self-control over addiction you know it's just not a thing that people can do i know i can't that's for sure uh, i've never given up my phone for longer than a day and i i couldn't even if i tried you know yeah, but to me so like what is the real what's the forest what's the the real life version of walk through a forest i think it's anything that you could have done as a human being a hundred thousand years ago like that is <laughs> no but isn't that just qualifying something versus there must some, be something else like i mean yeah the, there must be a nature version in the modern life I, but but uh, i mean there's i think there's a book called walk yourself fit so walking for example for me the basics of getting out of this is is good food good sleep and and exercise and if you're so unfit that you can't do like running walk Okay, fuck the walking but part. But uh, the, the one thing that I do agree with is food. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> but um, once again, sorry, Christian. So, okay. Um, but food can be addictive as can well. I, can I, That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point too. No, but here's something that I struggle with. Because there's this argument, especially when it comes to like social media and news and, and uh, how we treat Instagram, etc. You've probably seen this meme. It's like, um, nowadays, everyone on the train is just staring at their phones. And then below is a picture of the 1930s and everyone is staring There's at all the, the newspaper. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we, we've, we're all familiar with that whole kind of semi-detached reality where it's like no everyone wanted to stare at something else but the guy that sits next to him going to a fucking mind-numbing job and employment like of course escapism is kind of built in we have to escape reality sometimes because reality is fucking tedious so the question to me is more like why are we treating everything as a negative as well so sometimes the, the addiction that we are talking about, addiction, the word in itself, um, is perceived as negative, right? So we think negative is... Uh, something is negative if it's associated with addiction. Or would you, would you say there is something positive with addiction? Um, probably you could use addiction in a positive sense. I mean, then we call it habits. No, but you're already qualifying it. So there is potentially a, a way of using an uh, addiction positively, but inherently addiction is negative. I think it's more like this. An addiction becomes an addiction when, um, what was the exact phrasing? It was something like, if it controls you, or it's something like where... Um, 
Ah, fuck. There was a really good phrase that I'm going to drive myself crazy for, for not thinking. Yeah, addiction only becomes an addiction when you can't stop and it controls you. Something dumb. I'll figure it but out. But so eventually. are routines. So this this is what I was trying to say before. Like a, a routine that you are used to very much has the same power over your conscience like an addiction um, does too. To me, not necessarily, but yeah, that depends on what you mean by routine, dude. Like, if you mean I get up in the morning, I brush my teeth first thing. Try to like that's fine. Try to jump in your jeans tomorrow morning with the other leg first. Yeah, but that's not. If you do try that, it's not going to rule your life from that point on. Or it's not like if you do, that's the only thing that'll consume your day. Yeah, but I, you know, uh, like just, I disagree. I disagree. Is something like just trying to fit my third ha- leg into those. Wait, jeans. no, no, no. I, I yeah. completely disagree with this because Harry said before uh, uh, you were talking about the depletion. Uh, what was the word? <coughs> the de- ego depletion. E- yeah. Ego depletion. So um, the ego depletion. As soon as you have to spend more time on making a decision, then your your depletion goes quicker. So you you your energy levels are done by lunchtime. If you have to make a conscious decision about how you're having that coffee that particular morning, you will have less energy by lunchtime to make a decision about the business and whatever. Yeah, the but fuck coffee's you're doing. addictive. Let's just put it this way. Yeah, Let's say this, Christian. Not all routines are addictions, but some most addictions are routine. I think so so to me the thing is actually I think you make an issue of negativity. So I think we need to get the negativity out of addiction. We need to we need to all grow up. <clears throat> and if you look at any person on this planet, they're addicted to something. <coughs> I think the reason why there's negativity associated is because we became collectively conscious of addiction related to drugs and alcohol. And then you have the people that, well, I'm better than that. I don't get addicted to drugs. Like, but sorry, but then you got addicted to Candy Crush. Like, there's there's no difference. Like addiction, you you like Dean. I think you already said it. Any or, or maybe it's you, Christine. Anyone can be addicted to anything. So this whole thing, wait, I'm going a bit context. Uh, like the whole thing began as a as a business activity. In, in Las Vegas. Okay, so there were addictive things before that. But the whole slot machine thing in Las Vegas is where business people figured out, oh, wait a second, there's like huge money to be made here. And, and you so... You can measure it with like a dopamine hit, you know, r- regulated every yeah. 30 seconds or something. That's their goal. Exactly. And so I'm holding in my hand, okay, just to give an interesting angle... I'm holding in my hand a book called Hooked by a guy called Near Isle. You can even find this. So Near, if you want to, oh you don't give a shit. You're never going to look up this book, so I'm not going to tell you how to spell his name. But he talks about something called the Hook Model. And this is basically a, uh, a prototype for product managers developing software for how to get people addicted to your products. <laughs> now, we... The, the thing we tend to do as people is we, we there's a negativity attached with addiction and also we make it personal where you go, oh, I'm, such a, I'm so weak, I'm such a shitty person because I got addicted to this thing. To me, the issue in digital addiction is that there are people with PhDs working night and day, not just one person, teams mm. of people. Like if you look at how many like psychologists work at Facebook, 
there are teams of people working out how to get you uniquely addicted to their product. And this book called The Hook Model, or this thing called The Hook Model, is basically the recipe for how to do this. And, and I'll, I'll just briefly explain in short. There's basically four stages <coughs> to getting somebody hooked on something. And, th- and there's a loop that you need to get them through four, four things uh, enough times and then eventually it forms a habit and then you're addicted. So you go through these four stages, trigger, action, variable reward, and that's the genius of this thing, and then investment. So if we take the example of Instagram, you let's say let's say you've you're not an Instagram user, Dean. So the first thing is you need a trigger to use Instagram. So you meet like this hot chick and at a bar and she's like, Hey, let's connect on Instagram and you're like, Oh fuck, I don't have Instagram. You now have a trigger to go and download and start using Instagram. Okay. And then you have like an action, you know, you're putting in uh like like she sent you her link to her Instagram. So the action is you click on that. Uh, up comes her profile then the next stage of this is variable reward now I'm going to get away from the example of this woman the point of you, we experience <coughs> the variable reward in that case it would be her like messaging you or getting a follow exactly, from her yeah. and, and sometimes a reward like, or, or for example an action could be you post a picture of yourself on Instagram and she likes it on one day you get like two likes and you're like oh yeah and then the next day you post something else, hundreds of likes. And that's the whole, that's a big part. It's got to be variable uh, because our brains need to not be able to predict what's going to happen. <coughs> if you know what's going to happen, you get bored, you don't get addicted to it. And then finally comes a stage of investment where you've got on Instagram, you've got various people you follow, you're liking them, trying to get them to like you back. Uh, get them to follow you, so you start to invest time uh, in your Instagram profile. There are those fucking lunatics that <coughs> post things so that when you scroll, all the posts together make a bigger picture. Fuck you, people. You are. <laughs> those are fucking psychopaths. Serial. I'm gonna kids. do that on our Instagram Mostly now, food just for Harry. As well. <laughs> Fuck you, people. For that perfect uh, picture of pasta. And and then you get back to the beginning of the loop as a trigger. But the point is, uh, to go around this loop, you start off with external triggers, which is like marketing, people you know, telling you about it, whatever. Eventually, it becomes, where they've got you is when it becomes an internal trigger. And it's an internal trigger when you're like a food influencer and you can't see a plate of food without taking a picture of it. That's when, they, that's when you got them, like... Instagram people that can't go past anything. I mean, all the people on their phones. It's like like watching Zuri Fest fireworks. The number of fucking people watching. Oh, fuck me, dead! <laughs> Everyone that was filming fireworks should kill themselves. Like, what is this? Why? Why the <laughs> fuck are we doing this? It's happening in front of you. And Your fucking camera will not do it justice. This is fucking retarded. Like, th- there is music playing. Do you think that fucking microphone on your on your cell phone is picking up the music the right way? This is such bullshit. I was so fucking angry when I've seen this the last time round. It's uh, sorry. I, I'm. I'm. I lo- I'm with you on the right, and it's the ridiculousness. Like, I recorded half an hour of fireworks. I, who the fuck is gonna watch that shit? Are you not even gonna watch it yourself? Are you gonna show it to your fucking children? And like, 
And it also they have Netflix, like <laughs> like little lights popping in the sky. You could take the same firework video of a ten second loop and repost it every time there's an event. You could claim you're at any fireworks display in the world. No one can tell the difference. Like it's a fucking black sky with a few lights exploding. Anyway, but that like people that that video fireworks are the most that that's pure addiction. That's evil. Evil or addiction? I think because they because they're not they're not able to step out of themselves. It's like oh, there's something amazing happening. I need to capture it on my phone. But wait, but this goes further than this because this is just the constant need for kind of like recording your life. So it's the same with the food blogger. It's the same with with the fireworks. There is this constant need of recording your life, and I think as um, to to a certain extent as comedians we do the same thing because we have to do this promotion bullshit where we have to go into social media and stuff i actually fucking hate social media with a passion this is why i post that much it's just i, I, I find it tedious but everything is a job nowadays it's like, oh, if you don't post like once a day you're gonna lose your followers ah who fucking cares like just <coughs> come to the show and shut the fuck up if you're filming the show you should actually not be here in the first place so i'd rather i'd rather talk to people who do live in the moment but um it, which which goes hand in hand with what you were saying before about walking in a forest this is the only thing that you were describing there is you're having an experience that's happening right then and there and you're in the moment that's all it is this is fucking zen yeah i guess i guess but the point is is that you can always have that at any time so if you just put down your phone and go for the walk and keep walking until you start to tune into reality, then then you can get over all of this shit. But that's my that's I, my. View. I think unless you've got real uh, issues, I I really think as a, as a society and me personally, I'm very guilty of this. I have forgotten how to live in the moment to a large extent. I always live either in the past or in the future, but not necessarily right now. Let's 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 see if he can. I'm touching his knee right now. Yeah, I d I do feel you, that bitch. Are you it's living in the moment? Fuck now? me, Harry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the build up. You see, I touch your knee. He immediately scream, "Fuck me, Harry!" That works every time. <laughs> Bad choice of words, but. Uh, but Dean, I mean, the variable reward is the interesting part because. Because I think what Christian's saying is like he's a, he's rock and roll about Instagram, but Dean, you've actually got laid through Instagram, haven't you? So that's real variable reward right there. <laughs> um, how, how do you know this, Harry? <laughs> I'm just guessing that that's true. Because <laughs> uh, why um, else would you be on there the whole time? Because you've had the experience. That this actually got me laid. I got laid from oh my, my personality, God. Dean. No. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. One real topic that I want to talk about real quick was... Wow. Oh, wow. Big deflection. I'm so sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Dean. Go ahead. Yeah, bat that away. Um, no, our real talk was the idea that, like, okay, we've created technology to make our lives convenient and simpler and better, right? One of the worst byproducts that have come out of that is the addictive capitalization on those conveniences, Correct. Yeah, the gamification, yeah, you know, the et cetera, et cetera, trying to get us to use these things. So do you think at some point somebody will step up and develop a moral moral compass 
and remove the idea of convenience with the addiction to capitalize. So then maybe the root cause of all of that is at once again, the end of the day, a capitalistic um, ideal. So it doesn't really matter how far we progress as a society where there is profit, there will also be deficit and it'll never improve. This is my nihilism coming through again and there's never any funny in it. The, the, the thing there is um, the moral compass will be driven by an interest. <laughs> by who? By an interest, by any yeah, sort of by, interest. Yeah, yeah. And in most yeah. cases in our society, these sort of interests are monetary driven or therefore capitalistic in in mm. in, in their but i'm gonna i'm gonna say something being. i'm gonna say something profound here maybe for wow you, for the first time thank you chris <laughs> my nipples are getting hard right now so so <coughs> uh so on the one hand dean i think the f it is completely bleak because uh it's never been more obvious, for example, after World War Two, that war is a bad thing. Uh, did that stop? <laughs> did that stop arms sales? Not at all. Um, so, if you want nihilism, you can find it in there. But the flip side is, is I think nihilism is externalizing your own responsibility. Do you think it's, it's my addiction? I think. I think. Ultimately, at some level, we all know what's good and bad for us as individuals. And, we, and, and the question is, is whether you choose to do what's good for yourself or whether you choose <laughs> to say, because of that motherfucker over there, I'm going to treat myself like shit. I think I have a, a solution for all this, Harry. Um, here it goes, right? So who's responsible for these systems that have tried to keep us addicted and consuming right so there's a bunch of nerds out there who work at google or work at facebook who work at tinder and candy crush right yeah now these bloody nerds they have too much time to focus on keeping us addictive and alive what they need is to go on a proper date with a proper decent woman and my oh, suggestion yes. is don't get them these nerds they need to go on a date where they don't go feed ducks they go on a date with a nice little woman who's not only interested in their dick so that they can perform better at their job and make the world a better place exactly. and okay 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 can we apply this also to bankers then so how bankers are evil do they should all just die <laughs> no, but it's it's exactly the same thing because one thing that we keep forgetting in this whole conversation is for for most people this is just a job and a well-paying job for starters so you might get from uni you get hired at google watch the social True dilemma that, which, which pretty much That's talks exactly about that part did so you watch that then yeah i did actually there was that guy who decided to write an email to the whole company thinking we have a moral obligation to change stuff and then everyone read it and everyone's like well fuck it i'm getting paid my salary i just do my job and go home so so I had similar experiences when I used to work at the bank. <laughs> I got my donkey dick. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, but Dean, the moment, as I remember, it was slightly different to that. He sent the email to everyone. They all went, oh, my God, this is a really good point. We need to take this seriously. And then and within then 24 hours, it was completely forgotten because they were so addicted no, to but, it. But wait, that, that's, that's the point that I'm trying to make. I had a similar experience at the bank. 
um, when, when I was in my early 20s. And, and there, there is kind of an, an inherent um, altruism in all human beings, I guess, except for if you're completely detached from human emotion. And, uh, but you're still in a job that pays for certain results. Yeah. And as long as you're driven towards those results, these altruistic ideas will never seep in. It's just not possible. This is this is not how. <coughs> and capitalism, in a capitalist by no society means is altruistic. Sorry, yeah. capitalism is by absolutely no means altruistic. No, it can't profit. Be. It, it cannot be that the, idea. The, the driver of uh, of a capitalist society is the company itself. And, I, and exactly. I'm sure some of the guys developing Pornhub are the nicest people in the world. Some of them. <laughs> I guess actually the market the lady who does the marketing is an absolute genius. She's done the best job for Pornhub I've ever seen in my life. And some of the marketing campaigns that come out of Pornhub is hilarious. They've like the clean the ocean, the dirty The dirty, yeah, the dirty ocean fucking. is one of my favorite marketing campaigns. I love in the world. that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, okay. So what we've discovered, I think, on this episode so far is that <laughs> this is a an epic topic that we could make into like a fifty hour podcast, which uh, is a little bit too much. So to me, the question now is how, maybe just throw in one last question. How do you get unaddicted to something? Have, uh, you know, have you ever had a thing <laughs> where you, you successfully beat an addiction and how did you do it? Uh, <laughs> these guys have no <laughs> examples. Dude, <laughs> I'm right in the middle of an addiction, man. Um, yeah, but it go go further back. Like I don't know, maybe you were into Zelda or on the Nintendo. What about this? Why don't we pose a challenge instead? Why don't we try a day where we digitally detox? Yeah, that's a good challenge. Hashtag XY Detox. Yeah, I'm, the I'm podcast. <laughs> but why make it a day? Why not extend it to a week? Because we, dude, I can barely. We work. Not looking at my phone right now. We work in digital. It's extremely hard when you're paid to. It's like it's like being in a coal mine in the old days when you get <laughs> lung cancer. It's like, so like you're not allowed like to have a lung coal cancer mine for a week. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not like, allowed to drill. I mean, I would have a few strategies. I think, I think, because, because, I mean, one thing is, is like I would say I've been through. S I've I've got myself unaddicted to some things like like Reddit is a good example. I used to be very addicted to Reddit, and uh, there's been other things in the past. For me, one thing <coughs> is is being getting to the point where you can be honest with yourself of what you're addicted to. Uh, that's that's the one thing. That's the first thing, Harry. The most important in my mind, just being aware or admitting that it could be an addiction. Yeah, exactly, and and then I think I think the other thing. So I mean, years and years ago, when I was a teenager, I think I read a really interesting article, and I think basically in Christianity. <coughs> so we're not going into other forms of spirituality, but in Christianity, there are two models for enlightenment. So one is the path of suck off a priest. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the path of abstinence, which is what your monks and your nuns did. Yeah, it comes so from the New Testament from a guy called Paul. He should really die a long and horrible death i mean i mean it, it, it i think that can work but it's completely unrealistic for most people in the modern world it's and the probably most was stupid idea so the other path was the path of the templar knights which was whatever you're tempted by you go fucking do it so y you know like if it, yeah whatever it is like 
orgies, what I don't know, anything that you get tempted by, you get curious by, you go and do enough <laughs> of that shit until you're free of it. You said by curious the wrong way. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> by curious. <laughs> if you if you're curious about sucking a dick, you should just just go suck a dick or ten, maybe twenty, and then you get out of your system. But no, after twenty, you have a routine. Okay, you don't have. You developed a habit. <laughs> you had enough variable reward. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, to me, I would say I would one place where I would claim I successfully applied that was when it came to porn. So I joke that you know I don't watch porn because I've already watched <laughs> all the porn. But it's true. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, it it is fucking true because because. <laughs> like in as a younger man i you know i mean I, I like i was porn came out in the days where it would, it would take like three minutes to download a jpeg like where they had those progressive yeah, yeah, yeah. i grew up in the same <clears throat> era and do you know how hard it is to keep your dick hard while <laughs> you're like you can just yeah see. this is the difference between you and me i was 11 exactly so <laughs> My dick was pretty, pretty much hard constantly. It's like so, and, <laughs> and to me, and and for me, the the thing that eventually ended up working is that I just like within certain limits, I stayed away from the illegal stuff, the stuff that was genuinely fucking gross. Uh, but basically, I watched like, like what, Harry? Like, <laughs> thank God for you asking this. All I right. was so close. Where I, where I borderline. No, I'm not gonna do. Uh, this. No. What are your What are your limits, my friend? What are your limits? Let's do this on another podcast. Yes, <laughs> this is uh, gonna be a long and wild ride yeah, exactly. into a dark, dark. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we gotta get Harry's porn, um, you know, out. So, like, we gotta we gotta have an episode where we talk about that, so that Harry can get it out of his system. And you still no, wanted to it, talk about the beast of breaker? So, I would say it's already out of my system. Like, for me. Not not the actual porn, but I mean like talking about it. But porn is always funny. We're in comedy. Like I don't have to talk about it. Porn has become so mainstream and obvious that but anyway, so for me the point was this. It's just briefly is <laughs> like I've the, like these days I really don't watch porn because it I find it it I get such a there's a level where I've I've looked at every category I could find. Uh, and it's reached a point where it's just like uh, I find it ridiculous that for me looking at some images or video of somebody with a dick out or their pussy out it, that that turns me on that I'm just it, it's created a distance from it where I'm just like th this is kind of ridiculous and I, I and <coughs> I'm 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 uh, my taste got more refined. Yeah, Christine. I'm, I'm now judging like the artwork behind the porn. He's a connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. I Christian's want. a commenter. Like, what? Well, he he's the one who puts I'm, the comments. I was that close. I was that close. I was making a joke the other day about like a douchebag <laughs> who was commenting on porn, and then I realized that I'm close to being that douchebag where yeah. I go like, "Oh, I hate that camera. That that camera work. It's fucking bullshit." <laughs> so like, were you making like recommendations for hardware? You like. should put the light on a different uh, in a different <laughs> angle. Like this is fine. <coughs> use makeup next time around. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean in the end like the thing is that you get possessed by sexual desire to the level where you've just got to be looking at porn the whole time is 
is like this you can no, transcend above I, that yes. i think it, it is actually even worse than that it's not so much about looking at porn it's more about you your concept of sexuality become instant gratification so instead of working for um a meaningful a, a meaningful sexual encounter with another human being you just go like let's play five against one again and do it within the next two minutes so shit in this cup for me god damn it yeah um which which is which, which is fascinating <laughs> because like all right it, it it's it becomes a little bit like um, you just get to come out of your system and then you're good to go for the rest of the day and then you might do it another five times depending. But it, it's just, it, it also kind of deprives you. It's not, Again, porn is only a vehicle to get there. This is how I see it. It's not so much about looking at porn. It's about getting the wank out as quickly as possible. And It's interesting. <laughs> okay. I, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? I, I agree. I so I think there's I think. a difference here though because like there's people who can do stuff recreationally for fun like i'm envious of those people when it comes to like drinking for example oh, I, yeah, I, I can't go them. out and just have a couple drinks yeah, yeah you know and then they go home they feel good i'm like how the fuck did you manage to do that yeah. right i have no uh, idea but yeah like, with, I like worked but in i'm England. the same yeah <laughs> but i'm the same with like pornography it's like for me it could just be recreational purely there's never any uh, tendency or craving or anything and I can imagine some people feel that way about that towards yeah. me yeah okay do, do you know what I mean but that is that because your 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 real life is basically like a permanent <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah man <laughs> like if if we took all the way all of that away then maybe it's no, I don't. Know. It's a, I but, maybe it's just the uh, way okay, your brain let, works. Let's get back to let's go away from porn and talk <laughs> a little bit about that whole idea of having a day off uh, social media. I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I think it would be a, a really good idea. And when we say social media, I would like to extend that a little bit. This is where it becomes tricky. So it's not just all digital devices. All digital devices. It's not just social media. It's also Netflix. It is also all. Does these a vibrator channels. count? Sorry. Does a, a vibrator, vibrator count? Does it have a USB slot for charging? Yeah. Yeah. I, can I just say some random random aside? I just I heard of something today that blew my mind. There is a vibrator called. The Satisfier Pro 2. <laughs> like, the Satisfier, okay, calling your... Now we know what to get Harry for Christmas, your vib No, it's, it's a vibrator for women. I mean, it won't work for me. It's called, Why not? It's called the Womanizer. No, this like you is don't have an anus? The Satisfier Pro. Like, Pro 2. So, the... I Harry's mean, here, he's acting like he doesn't have an orifice at the backside of his bump. Yeah, but... This is a, this is a vibr it's not a dildo it's a vibrator yeah yeah um like I don't have a clitoris on the backside of my bum inside you do it, yeah but it's a clit vibrator Harry's <laughs> um, not Christian oh boy he's Christians really uncomfortable oh yeah no that this is interesting <laughs> no so okay um because the the other one that's really big uh right now is called the womanizer. You've you've heard of this one, right? Three um, white dudes on a podcast. Yeah, I've heard of Womanizer duo. Vibrators. And then there's also the the whole Lilo products. Who there's one there's <laughs> one called the uh, there's one of them that uses ultrasound. 
So they're claiming that they it doesn't just vibrate the exterior of your clitoris, it, it goes deep. It sends ultrasound into... Okay, so the official <laughs> recommendation so of the XYZ podcast is use your fucking fingers, cunts. <laughs> use a man. You well, use a man who who. No, I don't think I uh, could anyone cannot use this. Can any of us keep up with the satisfy? The wait, wait, wait. The Satisfier Pro Two. How can you call your vibrator a Pro Two? Like a a, it's like the version numbering, but do you call it a fucking Pro? You have a Pro vibrator. Like, who's getting sponsored? <laughs> what got better in the second iteration of the <laughs> of the Satisfier? Um, this time it didn't make her bleed. <laughs> exactly. We've, we've eliminated the bleed. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. But maybe there are pro... I mean, I guess on OnlyFans, there are people that are sponsored by vibrators by now. Well, there, there was a big phase with the flashlights. Um, where uh, porn stars had molds done of their pussies and then you could basically fuck that porn star in a flashlight. Okay. So this is really <laughs> good fun, just, that What you just said actually made me lose a little bit of faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you did and not know that. And I... You know, you could totally get one of like Lisa Ann and that's basically... Dude, dude, wait until Harry finds out about the, the make-it-yourself dildo home kit. Oh, I know about that. No, yeah, he does. Yeah, the, I know about it. And do you know why I know about this? Because back when I was addicted to Reddit, I was reading very... Like, <laughs> I was just wondering what, what you were addicted to so when that topic someone came Someone posted a question and it went like this. Is So I've started dating this girl. It's really going well. We've been together about three months. But is it weird that she has a cast of all her ex-boyfriends. <coughs> and so <laughs> he's dating this girl. And she has... Fuck me dead. She has a dildo of That's like hilarious. the last five boyfriends. That is amazing. Penis cast. So it's basically like a, a, a trophy cupboard. Exactly. Dude, I would yeah. use them as like different switches in the house. You know, you could just turn on the kitchen lights with one. <laughs> <laughs> that... that you just Dean, slap it on the head a little. Dean, I yeah. think that, I mean that's the appropriate. Like if I was a guy and then there's and with a and Matt, a lady and she's like, yeah, I've got all these old deals. I don't <laughs> use them anymore. I use them as light switches. That I could accept. That's funny. But but if like you know I know no, you walk into the living room pressure. and they have like proper spotlights on them. Yeah, this was Jeff and this was Sean <laughs> and this was Jason. Also, she's only shagging people with Jay. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all in the little glass cabinets. Yeah. And but th because that would then you leave you wondering like oh, I'm on a business trip weekend. I wonder which dildo. And then but and the other interesting part of the of this question is it got into what happens if I break up with cuz he did the penis cast for her of his own dick as well. And then he was like he started to ask this question about but can I get my like can I get my cast back? Like, I don't want... If we yeah. break up, I don't want that. The, uh, this, this bitch is copyrighted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is... Yeah, yeah. Have you lost the rights to the shape of your own Unless dick? you pay a hefty license fee. <laughs> 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 Copyright your dick. <coughs> Boys, it's important. That's the future. There's absolutely no, nothing worth copywriting about mine, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure there is, oh, few veins that might do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think we've we've escaped the topic of addiction nicely and got back to our usual addiction of talking of dicks. Well, you mean your addiction? Dicks are funny. I didn't talk about my dick yet. Yeah, no, no. We, we we really want to keep it that way, Harry. I think that that everyone's <laughs> more comfortable that I'll way. I'll just say that Astrid, Astrid, if you want to talk about my dick. Call back there to Astrid. Oh my God! And Astrid, I won't take you to feed the ducks. I will uh, feed your duck. Yeah, we get it, Harry. We're going to skip the whole awkward dating part and just get straight down to the. Uh, All right, sh- should we wrap it up? I guess so. Okay. Once again, we have no conclusion. No, of course not. Uh, the the one thing that I wanted to say at the end of this particular podcast, there is no real comedy show that we can plug right now. Um, because there's nothing going to go on, I guess, from next week onwards, unless if this would change, of course, um, follow our socials. We're going to, we, we're going to post about it. If we can go back on stage, um, are, are any of you, uh, on a, on a show in the next couple of days? I'm actually glad the, uh, the roast show was canceled because I was on my way to get slaughtered. The roast? Yeah, it's postponed. Yeah, this, uh, th- this was great. Like, Harry, you pussied out <laughs> but early enough. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. All right, so the one, I can't really plug it because it's work-related. So I'm a bit, I'm in the, in the middle of, like, Don't do it. I'm burning out because I'm organizing a big virtual conference. Uh, and I'm fucking busting that my That sounds incredibly douchey. It, I know it does, but we're going to... So the first point is, is we've got to try it anyway because, you know, you've got to try something. And the other thing is uh, I'm starting to be somewhat optimistic that it could actually be really cool. So, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an experiment. In it's going to be heaps of fun. I, I'm, I'm, I'm involved in this and actually <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> pull yeah. your leg a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's going to be heaps of fun. And uh, yeah, look, I mean... Dean, I hope you're back on your feet. Uh, keep that recorder close and tight because I think you might need for next week as well. Yeah, and, t- and v- Dean, the vitamin D or take your vitamins, your barocas. Vit- vitamin D? Vitamin D is the, w- is the most important one for COVID. Oh. So, but, but get barocca. That stuff is a fantastic because you know what happens when you drink a barocca in the morning? You become a British cunt. No, it's a Swiss <laughs> product. I Is think. it? Yeah, you don't get them in England. In England. Of so course you do. You get other things in England. You get Barocca in the UK. It's all over you get television. You South Africa. Whatever. So be ready, be rocker. I, I encountered Barocca first in Switzerland. The amazing thing about Barocca is it gives you the, the greenest pea. Oh, it does actually. It you <laughs> yeah, that's it's very true. It's beautifully green. It's like every time I drink a Barocca and then I pee around lunchtime, I'm just like, wow, that, that's that's a. You need to drink more if you have that for breakfast. Green. If you have that for breakfast and the first time you oh, piss no. is at lunchtime, I drink. I drink other things <laughs> after the. I drink some vitamin well reloads after my Barocca. Oh, <laughs> you are such a douche. <laughs> I'm fucking totally addicted to those reloads. That they And they're the most... I mean, I tried to do a bit about it. Not enough people know about this. Uh, Dean's, Dean's making vaginal handshapes. I'm doing sh- shadow puppets because this should end. I'm talking about Harry's pee. He's doing a very And good I'm walk. coughing my brains out. Oh. Oh. Guys... Okay, let's end on a howl. Everybody give it a howl.
<laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Don't get sick. Why? Look up. Yeah, stay safe, bud.